0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast and kind of a special podcast we're putting together here today. We honestly weren't prepared to do an episode today. If you can hear me, I sound like a little bit under the weather. weather. I don't know if that's me me screaming at a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert uh, or my daughter going back to school and coming home with God knows what in week one. It might be a combination of the two, but because the avalanche went out, and sign evan rodriguez to a contract we had to get together real quick and do an episode for you guys what does this mean for him what does this mean for the abs this is gonna be uh this is interesting this is an interesting signing i think one that we all were hoping was going to happen and wanted to happen considering what happened with the abs and losing cadre but we're gonna talk about it let's get to it you're
1: locked on avalanche your daily podcast on the colorado avalanche Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Oh, you thought the Denver Broncos were the big story today, week one. Oh, you know, it it still is. Uh, But this is still (laughs) a a pretty big deal for us Avalanche fans and uh, Colorado faithful. The ABS pull a trigger on a pretty big deal for them. The money might not be a big deal, and the term definitely might not be a big deal, but what it means for this season is a pretty big deal. So we will talk about that. But first things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Follow us on social media outlets LOP underscore avalanche on Twitter, locked on avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, locked on avalanche at gmail.com and follow us on our YouTube channel over on the YouTube hit subscribe get notified when a new show goes live and mr sullivan uh we have our 2c i think <laughs> like that was that was the big question after kadri left what's it going to be and you still had time i kept thinking like they still have time to make a move make a trade you knew rodriguez was out there there were a couple other free agents still floating around out there that hadn't made a deal he seemed to be the big the biggest name left for the avs to get to fill that role left by Nazem Kadri uh and they go out and do it it's just a one year deal and it's just for 2 million dollars but what he could mean for the avs is not replacing Nazem Kadri but being a a decent replacement and not as much as a question mark as it would be if you were left with new hook or comfort. I like the deal. The money is is is, is very good. Mm-hmm. The term is what it is. It's almost like, you know, well, we'll get into what the future holds for him in a little bit. But overall, the signing, your thoughts? My goodness, man. This it's
1: shocking and it shouldn't have been. Um Like we're recording this with a ball of fire in the sky. I don't know what the sunshine looks like. weird. What
0: is that thing up there?
1: Like I was all ready for the Broncos game. I was finishing out some college work and then I get the update and you kind of sit there and it's a name that every time we talk about the 2C position, it's a name that's brought up like this is the, this is the answer. And for all this time with Nas leaving. And it wasn't like that immediate move. You kind of thought, okay, maybe this is not where the AVs are going. They're looking elsewhere. So we all kind of take it for granted. We're all getting ready for the game and here comes the news and you're like, okay, this is great. This is exactly what we needed. And then you have that hesitation. Oh boy, but for how much? And then you look at the deal and the term and you're like, okay, I can live with this. Like we're, we're basically giving them a one year trial. Like, if, if this works, we'll continue to go with it. But if not, this is one of those things you can dump at the trade deadline. So there's really no risk for the Avalanche with this contract. I mean, he's, been, he's got veteran presence. Um, he's been playing for a while. Uh, Buffalo and Pittsburgh are not shabby places to play. And he had a career year last year with like 49 points. So you could easily slot that in at the 2C off his veteran presence alone and what he could bring on a high-caliber team. I feel like he's going to be a fantastic addition at the two C. Now, what we were talking about two C. Now you have to ask
0: what three and four C look like. Mm-hmm. And we'll do, we'll talk about that. What kind of what the lines look. And we never really did anything on the lines because we didn't really know. Like it wasn't an official completed roster yet because that was a, a glaring need for them. And I think this is like you mentioned, like this is like a tryout thing. I think it's for both of them. For mm-hmm. it, it is for for him. It's another player that they went out and signed, not long term, and I feel like this is another thing that they're not going to do because you still have that Nathan McKinnon thing hanging around, and every dollar matters when it's seeming like he is going to want a king's ransom, which I get. <clears throat> but for him, it's all right. It's a one-year deal. Why? Because of that, because of the McKinnon thing. But also, like you said, he had—I think he said he had 49. I think it was 43, it was 43. at
1: 40, 43, 30.
0: which is far and away his best season ever. So how everybody was kind of saying like, I don't want to throw a bunch of money at Nazem Khadji for having a, a career year. The same is for Evan Rodriguez on a much lower level, but you have to feel good about, about him kind of replicating that number being on this team. He's on a very good team. He, and maybe that was his tipping point for when he can, you know, keep those numbers consistent. And if it happens, if it works out, if everybody's happy, I think they go out and sign him maybe for a longer term deal next season. See if that happens.
1: Yeah, like for Evan, like coming onto this Avalanche roster, you have to try hard not to get 40 points in some form or fashion with this team. Like, and the other really the stat that really stood out for me looking at his numbers last year, that's 43 points in 82 games, 82 games. Mm -hmm.
0: Like that's you've got consistency there. Uh, you do for, for last year you do. And that's why I'm saying like, maybe this is like a tipping point for him because you know, he only played, uh, the most he's played prior to that was 74 games in 18, 19. Um, so, and you, you know, you had shortened seasons and you had COVID and stuff like that. And it's very, when you look at numbers, if you're just looking at them, not taking that into account, you you, you do, you just have to kind of like shrug your shoulders. Like you just didn't say, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, maybe what he truly can do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you have a good team like the Avalanche or and if he went to any of the top tier teams in the league, they would be saying the same thing we are. We got yeah. a really good player uh, with with potentially could could put up better numbers being on a good team and he was on a good team with Pittsburgh. So, are the Avalanche better than Pittsburgh? Yeah. Is he going to be in a better position than he was in Pittsburgh? Yeah. So I think this is good all around. And, you know, I was saying things like, you know, with the abs not being able to sign Kadri, not bringing uh, Burkowski back and not signing Darcy Kemper. And then, you know, when Kadri goes, a lot of that was to try to save money for for Kadri and it didn't happen. You kind of have this excess of money now and you have to, you have, you're thinking back like, well, should have we put out maybe a little bit extra to keep Darcy Kemper? You know, you can throw that around, but you also wouldn't have been able to make a move like this. As yep. small dollar amount as it is, if you gave Darcy Kemper, you know, the extra money, you'd be hamstringing yourself trying to sign someone like Evan Rodriguez. So it's another it, it, it's, you know, McFarlane and, and Sakic are always like two steps ahead in thinking. And this is a perfect example as to why.
1: And last year, we were making all these cases for uh, Nico Sturm and why he belongs on this roster based off his face-off numbers alone. And Evan Rodriguez comes in with a career 45.1 face-off percentage from the dot. So you're yeah. getting what we justified Nico with, with production that's kind of like a Berkey level, like a JT kind of offensive production. And that's on less than avalanche stellar teams. Like mm-hmm. Pittsburgh It's not the Pittsburgh we know, and Buffalo, everybody knows. So he's going to get his assists. He's going to get the chance to shoot and really belong to this team. So honestly, with what you see with what Evan's done so far, it can only go up from here. And if it doesn't, it's not such a burdensome contract that you're going to have to hold on to it. And it's a piece that you could easily move at the deadline if needed. If if needed. Needed.
0: I don't I don't think the Avalanche are thinking that right now. You know, they they, they just they signed him with a purpose. The Avalanche, yep. Avalanche are in a, a position to win again. So this isn't, you know, like a, a Seattle Kraken move where it's like, eh, if it doesn't work out, we'll we'll move you at the deadline. Like yep. this is with the intention of let's go out and win another championship. And if all goes well, we'll sign you for even longer. Yep. So uh, what do the lines look like now? We can finally kind of throw these around and kind of make some guesses on what we think it might look like. But first when you hear from athletic greens, they're back. We haven't heard from athletic greens in a little while. And if you're there, there it is the wonderful coffee container that holds that delicious athletic greens. If you're watching on YouTube. Uh, and what is it? If you have some gut health and you're kind of worried about your energy level, your immune system, and you're kind of taking a bunch of pills and vitamins, give athletic greens a try. It's one scoop. In a morning glass of water and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics and aptogens to help your day start off right. The founder of Athletic Greens was was created when he was experiencing gut health issues and he ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him over $100 a day. So he created Athletic Greens, which costs you less than $3 a day. And we all have a coffee and cold brew habit. I'm a victim to that. It's pretty much cheaper than your daily coffee routine. So right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. And that is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first order, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Once again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, so like I said, um, we haven't been able to really guesstimate on what some, like the lines would be because this glaring 2C need. Does, I mean, this is automatic. That he is slotted in, or is this still going to be something where they give JT Confer, who's been with the organization for a long period of time, um, and Alex Newhook, where you know the ceiling is is high on him, like the, a lot is expected of him. Maybe not right now. Does it go into camp kind of open, or was this signing with the intention of uh, you're the guy we're pointing to you, and you are the guy to to replace Nazem Kadri?
1: I feel like this is the carrot to dangle in front of JT Comfort. The 2 and 3, the 2 and 3C role is up for grabs going into camp. It's going to be Evan we brought him in to be 2C because of the veteran presence and his production. They go to JT, if you want that position you have to fight for it. Mm-hmm. You have to fight for it out of camp, show us that you want to be here. I know this is your team, but he's taking your spot. <laughs> if you want to do it, if you want that position, This is the time to step up. New hook is going to be 4C. Um, There's still some development that needs to be done there. And it's one of those that as the season progresses, he could easily take that 3C, possibly the 2C, depending on injuries and production. But the 2 and 3, it's going to be a battle between Evan and JT. But if I had to put out a roster today, it's going to be Erod, JT, and the new hook.
0: Um I mean, I think there's definitely going to be a competition. I I think it's healthy to have competition in camp. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you don't want to just go in and say these are our lines because then there's no fighting for anything. There's no, you know, what's the point in me really trying if you just say this guy's locked into two C. I think, you know, when the depth charts come out, like he will be at that spot. Uh, But I think it's penciled in. I'm not going to say it's written in ink yet. Uh, Because I do, I think they, I think they owe it to JT Confer. And I say that not, I don't don't want people to think like they don't owe JT Confer anything. Well, no, I mean, like he's been around with them for a while. And if there is a a position that was open um, that he could possibly take over, I think it's, you know, beneficial for the abs to say, we'll give you a shot at it. Um, But in the end I do, I think, I think it's going to be him. I think it's going to be Rodriguez at the 2C it'll be interesting to see what they do with new because he doesn't have to play center. Sure. You know what I mean? He could play wing. And, and I mean, if we want to get into that with like what the lines could be, if we are to say the top line is the big three and
1: mm-hmm. it could
0: not be that, you know, they could move Miko down to the second, they could move Landis down to the second line. We could do that for a half hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so just say that it that it's the big three on the top line, your second line if it's Rodriguez at two C, you would have to say that Nechuskin and Lekkinen are your wingers, right? Mm-hmm. And again, Nechuskin could go up to one, good whatever. They're they're top six guys. Yeah. So then your bottom six would look like what? Yeah, you would think that JT Confer is the center. Uh, who's your wing? I mean, I, I would be okay putting Alex Newhook at a, at a a left wing spot on that three C I mean on that third Uh, line on the third line, it'd be comfort Newhook and O'Connor. I like that. I like that line. I like that a lot. That's a, that's a fast line. That's a, it's a, a workhorse line. Um, well, maybe not Newhook. Newhook's not like the workhorse that like uh, O'Connor is, but th- I think that that'd be a very difficult line to for for an opponent to kind of go up against. And then your last line would look like I mean, it'd be Darren Helm. I think that's your four C, is Darren Helm.
1: You know, I would I would put I would put Cogliano on that line just to see
0: which line, of third or fourth? Fourth. Yeah. Yep. Helm. It'd be Helm, Cogliano, and who else? Uh, McDermott? Uh, no, McDonald. <laughs> I would, you know, it, it, McDonald's not going to have a place on the defense. The, the yeah, defense, there's right. t- It's too much. Uh, it's, it's so difficult for him to crack into that those that that one of those six positions. They are set on defense, yeah. and unless there's an injury that happens, he's not going to play defense. He can play offense. Uh, maybe this is me just flaunting over uh, uh, McDonald because I just love the guy's work ethic, and he can play forward. I'd be fine with that to give him a shot or or one of these prospects. Yeah. Could it be Ben Myers? Could it be cow? I I don't know. Like you you have that. I think now it went from as we're talking about this, it went from two C as the glaring need as your 12th position, (laughs) your 12th forward. Yeah. I'm much more comfortable worrying about that than I am who the two C is because we have that pretty much wrapped up now. Who our our final forward is going to be? We had that issue last year. That's fine. Those are the problems that you want to have if you're a defense Stanley Cup defending team.
1: Yeah, I feel like with that fourth line, it's going to be almost like Saturday Night Live. Like who's making the guest appearance this week, like in this game? <laughs> because there are so many people you could slot in there that need the chance, who need to prove something. Like you, you brought up McDonald, but the same I kind of threw out uh mcdermott in jest but yeah we have to figure out something for him too could and he played forward a bunch of times last year right so there's a lot of players that are on this roster that if you can't if everybody's just pretty much status quo coming out of camp you're gonna have to figure it out in game time what these players look like and then that fourth line is going to be your experimental line it's going to be almost like the (laughs) <laughs> to steal a term from yesteryear, the taxi squad for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Like if you can't cut it on this fourth line, you're going back to Loveland.
0: It, yeah. I don't, man, I, I just, all right, well, let's, let, let's take our, all right, so let's look at this roster now. And mm-hmm. I, as soon as I saw it, I, I don't know, just like this comfortability came over me. And again, like, it's Evan Rodriguez. Like we, we didn't, we didn't go out and sign like the, the number one, uh, free agent, but just what it means. Like we've been talking so much about this glaring need at two C and now I, I just feel comfortable, more comfortable going into this regular season. And that's Mm. not a slight against Alex Newhook or JT comfort. It's just, we talked over and over about it. Like we know what we have in JT comfort. I, there's nothing there to make me think that he's just going to all of a sudden double his production because he's got to up on the two C line. Um, and with Alex Newhook, I expect him to do that maybe in another year or two. So mm-hmm. I, we, we this is something that we've talked about so many times. And now that you have a guy who yeah is is had a very good year last year, and that's all we really have to go on. But now that he is with this team, you just th- there's a sense of, of of more of a comfortability that okay, like now we're we're back to that, that team that every line is going to be a problem for you right now. Yep. And it's not going to
1: stay the same night in, night out. Like the team's deep enough that they can adjust on the fly mm-hmm. night in, night out. So it's not just like what you see opening night against Chicago. This team is going to be an ever-evolving beast that it's going to be really, really difficult to game plan and match up against this team because it could change instantly
0: yeah so kind of predict it do you think uh things that we're talking about in the beginning do you you feel this is a one and done year for him um or do you feel like it's it's going to be a a good match and it goes forward i know we just signed the guy and why are we thinking about that already but (laughs) why not
1: we just signed him and we're already putting him up in the rafters at ball yeah Yeah. um (laughs) but no it it's a it's a perfect fit um like as soon as this episode comes out, the YouTube comments will be, everybody take your victory lap. We did it. We brought, we willed him to the Colorado avalanche, but like, I think just his play style, his production, I think this is what he's been needing his entire life as a team of this caliber. And I feel like it's a really good fit when the season's said and done. If he plays about that same role and about 2 million, two and a half, I mean, you can't say no, but it's all about what he can do with this team. And I feel like there's nothing that suggests he takes a step back anywhere.
0: It'll be interesting to see what he does over the course of a full season with the avalanche, because if it does work out and things are good and he wants to come back, uh, you know, the Avs might have some difficult decisions to make. And we say it over and over again, but that, that McKinnon contract is just hanging over everybody's heads. So if he has a very good season, if he surpasses the, his point total from last year, you know, say he gets high 50, say he touches like 60, which when you're in, on an avalanche team and running the second line, not out of the realm of possibility, mm-hmm. um, you are not going to be paying him $2 million next year. He's going to want a little bit more than that. I know he's – how old is he? Yeah. Um, He was born in 1993. So that's 20. He's almost 30. Yeah. So he's almost 30. So this is, you know, he'll double the the contract,
1: make four. If he gets 60 points, he'll be making four, four and a half.
0: Right, and and do the ads want to do that? Can the Avalanche do that? I don't know. You're gonna have expiring contracts. We're getting into so yep. many things that are like in the off season. But JT is gonna be an unrestricted free agent. You, uh, I have Cat the up right now. Do the Avalanche
1: um, really want to be having
0: the same conversation
1: that we had all off season this season, next season, when it comes to the two C, three C? Like, do they really want to have that? If Evan Rodriguez becomes a proven commodity going forward, would it not right. just be the safe bet to just say four more years of this? I'm fine.
0: Yeah. At 30 years old. Yeah. uh, Right. So it's going to be exciting to to, to have him kind of fill in that, that role um, and to see what he can do uh, on, on, like we, like we said, he was on a good team with Pittsburgh. Now he's on a better team with Colorado. So um, get him in there right now. I, 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 you just kind of felt that this was, this was happening, that it was going to happen. Like wherever he signed, it just seemed like a good fit for him. Um, and as the days went on, I'm like, why Why is he not signing? Not just with the Avalanche, just with anybody. Yeah. Why is he still out there? And uh, well, maybe we'll hear from some other teams that were maybe in the mix for him. Because I'm sure there was a handful. And uh, it's one of those things where the Avalanche won out again. You have to feel good being an As fan that this is kind of becoming a destination for some, some players like him that want to prop up their game, maybe win a a championship, at least play in the playoffs for sure. This is a big deal.
1: Does he restore Avalanche fans buying a number nine Avalanche jersey?
0: Mm, Will will he he be number nine?
1: Yeah, because he's been carrying number nine. Does he he come into Colorado and take the nine back and we could finally tape over our number nine jerseys we have hanging in the closet?
0: And he can't add a one to it. He oh, can't, no. be it can't be nineteen. Can't be twenty nine <laughs> either. Could he put a one on the other end of it and be ninety one? How
1: dirty! How oh.
0: dirty! Oh, smack talk, smack it's talk. Too
1: early for that. Oh I'm my god. Trying to goodness. take over Duchesne. Hey, Don't... if he's got
0: to take the position, he might as well take the number too.
1: You could take take that stink off oh, the Duchesne gosh. number. Don't take Nas's number. So just give me give me time to process, Evan. <laughs>
0: I don't think my dog likes that suggestion either, because she's going crazy over there. All right. The real ones know. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's going to wrap it up, everybody. So it's a good day. It's a good day right now. Kind of the the roster is kind of coming into focus. And now we can – I do. I just feel like, yeah, now now we've got our team. I honestly feel that way, with the exception of, you know, who's playing the, the last forward spot. But that's the fun, those are the fun things to talk about. Did you have a prospect or whoever it might be, can they take the reins and run with it? Um, it's good. It's good. We, we feel good. So uh, comment away because I'm sure a lot of people have thoughts on this. I think it's mostly going to be good ones. I think people are mainly going to be happy about this. So uh, yeah, enjoy the Broncos game. I think uh, you know we are back in the NFL season, so uh, hopefully that's a good week one for them. And uh, it's going to be a very good day one for the Avalanche with a, once again, pretty solid roster. So that will wrap it up for today. Uh, he is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. Thank you for making Locked on Avalanche your first listen of the day. And we will see you guys on Wednesday. Go, Abs, go! Go!